Hello, everyone, and welcome to Subsegment, a show where we discuss all things queer, kinky, nerdy, and taboo. I'm one of your hosts, Irony. And I am Pop Noodles, your co-host, and I welcome you to Subsegment. Be immersed in the world of the goddess. There's no way out, and molding you into the perfect submissive plaything is her greatest desire. Will you succumb to the trials of her mistress or resist letting go? Choose your own path. You will be judged. Devlish Domina and Deviant Dev have been in the scene for over 20 years. Devlish has a PhD and Deviant has been a AAA game developer for over 25 years. Together, they are both a couple, play partners, and creators of the indie VR experience Dominatrix Simulator Threshold. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks for having us. Uh, would you mind starting us off on describing a bit what your game is? Hmm. Our game is uh, virtual female dominatrixes in a house that you are trapped in. And as the player, you can't get away. (laughs) Um, The game will tell you what to do and you get to choose whether you obey. You get to choose whether you consent to the scenes and in the end have a really good time. Yes. And your choices determine whether you will be rewarded or punished. Mm. And both are fun. Both and are both are fun. So uh, gameplay, essentially, once we introduce you to the world and the characters, is all about completing tasks. And then how you perform, you earn a punishment or a reward. And then you can go claim those uh, rewards or pay off those punishments. And you cannot get a reward if you do not pay off your punishments first. Oh, that's good. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good mechanic. Yes. Have you played it yet? I have not, but I have watched a playthrough. I do not own um, VR set, VR set, so I could not get the the, the correct sort of experience. Mm. But I have watched uh, a very random <laughs> man play the game, and I got to listen to his sort of like muttering, <laughs> uh, like experience through it wow. so i got to hear all the, the really wonderful sort of voiceover but then just sort of the oh yep i gotta get down here now <laughs> and honestly i think it may have been exactly what i needed to hear because i was like oh okay this is what it's like from a submissive standpoint <laughs> that's awesome yeah, i like to watch the playthrough videos that people share um especially the ones where people choose to take a humorous bent about it because they're you know, it's a little awkward to get down into a puppy position. And if someone saw you, you'd be like, um, yeah, it's really okay. I promise. So yeah. when people make jokes out of it, it's nice. It yeah. It's, a, it's it. a lot of fun. And also the, uh, the ones of couples who, uh, sort of aid in the mm-hmm. experience. Um, you know, one person's playing, the other person is, uh, applying the, the, oh, the actual in-game yeah. events. So at one point you get spanked and then your, their actual real life partner will spank them in time with mm-hmm. the game. Which yeah. we want to support oh, more that's of. Really yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I was about to ask, um, what inspired you to make this? Uh, I mean, we kind of know that there's a big of lacking of those kind of game mm. in the world. Yeah. So. Well, that that was actually one of the uh, the problems that I found is, uh, you know, I'm I'm a big kinkster and I had this awesome VR headset and I was looking around for something. Um, that would kind of cross the two. And there was, you know, you'd you'd like, duh, this has got to be everywhere. And it's not. Mm -hmm. It's like there's so few experiences like that. It seems, you know, I've always heard that, you know, porn is the first thing on every single um, technology. Like, you know, it's the thing that pushed VHS or whatever. But it was... Yeah. Betamax lives on porn. Um, But... (laughs) but it wasn't the case for VR. I mean, you know, that's partially because of the closed ecosystems around, you know, Oculus or whatever. But uh, you can still run it on on a, on a PC. You can run any executable and it can be VR. So mm. when I looked around, I didn't see anything. And I actually went into volunteer on games that were doing something like that. So I looked around and I asked on Reddit, hey, is there any... Is this a thing? And, uh, you know, I'd love I'd to work on a game like this. And, and someone else was like... No, but I would totally pay you if you made that. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And and then and then and then when I when I looked at it like what kind of kink, um I had this this other sort of angle where I was playing these mobile games and there was all these tutorials that were like 
you know, you have to press this button and then select this character and then do this ability and then press here. And I'm like, this game is mm -hmm. totally dominating me into like, I cannot yes. do anything except what this tutorial is telling me to do. And then I realized, hey, what if there was a game that was nothing but a tutorial that was just, just some <laughs> some unbelievably hot woman telling me what to do all the time? Like, <laughs> I, would, I would I would pay for that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, 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 uh, and there were a few experiences that were kind of like that, but nothing that really emulated yeah. it the way um, I, I expected it to be. Yeah, mm -hmm. and most um, most of the VR adult games out there are all about letting the player manipulate a female body or do things to a female character or make her your perfect image of, of a woman by changing her clothing or her looks. And there wasn't anything that was about giving the player the experience. Um, and in fact, when Deviant first talked to me about the game, I was like, uh, your computer's controlling you? What? Like, I was not into it at first. It took months of him trying to help me get it because he's very technical and I'm mm -hmm. maybe more the creative. So I couldn't, like, the technical aspect of it didn't quite make sense. And then eventually I, I said, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, then I want to make a world that actually is interesting. And I brought up an old game that I created ages ago that was a mush which is a multi-user shared hallucination text-based role-playing. Yeah, it's I don't like know Zork. If you know what those are, but yeah. it's like the if you ever heard of like Zork or or those old text-based games, it's like that, but an MMO yeah. version where multiple people okay. are walking Ooh. around those rooms. You can talk with each other like oh, a chat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and that's actually that. how we oh, met. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. yeah. Oh. So I brought that idea forward. I came up with the ideas for characters and basically turned it into the world that it is. So I do all of the. Yeah, all of the character design, all of the world design, all of the scenes, all of the writing, and currently all of the voice acting. So between the two of us, it's a great marriage of kinky ideas and um, strengths. I yeah, guess. and I can geek out on the details that uh, <laughs> that I, that I, I tend to confuse mm. uh, devilish on, and then um, uh, and then she can bring me up to the high level that people are really interested in, which is the yep. story and the characters and the voice. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's how. Uh, yeah, that's how we created it. And when we started, we really didn't expect people to be all about it. Well, Deviant says he suspected that, but I didn't. Like, you know, <laughs> it's I a hobby. we put something like that out healthy, there. So, healthy level of salt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, what? People are going to love this. And actually, the fan support has been amazing and surprising. So it's been a really fun, fun journey. So, Domina, you said that you create voice and... Uh, do a lot of like the writing. Yeah. Can I ask, uh, where do where have your sort of characters come from? Is it uh, inspiration from yourself? Uh, inspiration of people that you know? Mm, good question. I I think I feel like most of the characters are facets of myself. So when I think about the kinks that I've played or what I've been drawn to, and especially from my times in Mushes, you create different characters to kind of represent different personas. Um, and I kind of brought that into the character creation. Just from a game design perspective, I wanted each character to represent a different set of kinks. So that as you as a player, if I like you know, high protocol and lots of discipline and structure. I go to the high mis uh, headmistress. That's what she does. But if I like to be, you know, humiliated and talked down to and, and small penis humiliation, I go over to Negayuki because that's what she does. I had a feeling that's what she did. <laughs> yeah, she's totally that person. She doesn't care if you're having fun. It's all about what she wants. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, for, for noodles, uh, in our in the the playthrough that I watched specifically, uh, Negayuki was like, "Why don't you be bad and break the rules? Yeah, because then you're just going to get punished." <laughs> and I was just like, "Ooh, shit, disturber!" Yes, exactly. That's her. So yeah, I just each of the characters is is just kind of what I imagine almost an archetype in kink could be if we had them, mm -hmm. um, and and picking the kinks goes with the personality. So I don't like, we have another character, mistress Yuki Ona. She's so sweet and so nice and so enthusiastic and she wants to be a good Dom, but she's not there yet. So the mm -hmm. player's experience of her is like, Oh, I, I want to listen to her just cause I don't want to make her feel bad, but they know she's not very dominant really. You know, it's mm -hmm. fun. She's learning mm -hmm. still. Too. That's right. It feels that way. Yes, yep. exactly. And she's in the cute stuff. She's in the puppy play and wants to, wants you to, you know, be a good little, uh, a good little submissive. And if you, uh, 
if you're not, then you're, it's, it's it's disappointing, but it's okay. We'll work on it. It's yeah. it's really sweet, and it, and so it, it's a much different flavor, and it's yeah. And and the big the I guess the the biggest idea is just you get to go to whatever mood you're in. You have yeah. a bunch of options, mm-hmm. and it, and that's you know I guess that's where the options do come in. Like we we want the game to feel like it's completely controlling you and telling you where to go. But you do have a choice in terms of which door to walk through. And mm. and that choice then informs the kind of experience you'll have. Yeah. Yeah. And I I started with the goddess. So the goddess, I had a character on Threshold. Uh, her name was Lady Savedra. And she was a goddess. And she owned her realm. And she's all about seduction and her her kink actually was seducing dominant men who didn't realize they had a switch hidden inside of them. So that it was Ooh. all about power play and exchange and like being the alpha female at mm-hmm. the end of it. So I brought that into this world and the goddess is the main character. It is her world. Um, and she gets big. Yes, of yes. course. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she yeah. will step on you if you get out of line. Yeah. Yeah, so lots of fun stuff in VR that you can really, like, um, make extreme with those kinks as well, which is fun. Hmm. Yeah, and that's that's the other thing is in VR, I mean, first off, VR is just, uh, if you've ever played a horror game in VR, it's oh, so God. overwhelming. It, it really taps into that lizard brain, you know what I mean? It's just like, you, <laughs> you're like, I know, I know I'm in VR. I know this is a headset. I know that's, you know, I can see the polygons here, but... I'm terrified, you know, yeah. like this. <laughs> you can't do no it. No matter how much I tell myself it's not happening, mm-hmm. you know, that cliff in front of me is really there. You know? Yes. Um, yes. And, and it works the same with uh, with kinky stuff and with, um, you know, with eroticism. You know, I mm. there's someone right in front of you telling you what to do and dressed uh, evocatively and you can't yeah. help but want to, like, you know, drop to your knees and worship this thing. Uh-huh. And <laughs> And yeah. then, and then there's all the experiences that you can't even do in real life, like having a you know forty foot tall woman that just holds you in her hand and and is just <laughs> treating you like the little tiny insect you literally are. <laughs> yes. um, you know exactly. that that does not happen in real life, yeah. but it can in here. Mm-hmm. And and there's all sorts of like fun potential like games or or experiences that you you could have around that. Like, what is it like to? pleasure a 40 foot tall woman you know like mm. uh where yeah. does that go Ooh. yeah like <laughs> i didn't think about that yeah. I'm, oh, just, yeah. so- I'm just honestly <laughs> imagining like a very just up close labia yeah right yes. yeah what and if you were it, inside yeah. that and had to use your whole body to yeah. pleasure it, a giant pussy yeah and the clitoris is like <laughs> the size what of a workout the clitoris is like the size of a beach ball you know like yes. what if you get, i don't know it's uh, yeah it, well, i definitely want to <laughs> Noodles' face right now is the best. You like excited? Yeah, or you know, I didn't think about that. I'm all hot now. There's there's a whole kink around you know being tiny and going in up inside. So that's Mm. a whole thing we could potentially explore. We we haven't done it yet, but that's yeah. There's so many aspects of this that we can't wait to to get to, (sighs) and it's yeah, it's so great that um, our fans have really. Um, dived in and, and helped us fund it. And we're just really excited that uh, that we can make this stuff. Yeah. Well, that was one of the questions, like, why did you choose VR? I mean, the possibility with it, it's so huge and deep with it. So just makes sense. That was the way to go. Yeah, well, sure. well um, I mean, for me, I really love the technology. I love being on the cutting edge of stuff. Um, and there's something I've Having worked in games so long, I've worked with every single form of swipe inner input and UI, and I've worked with every single form yeah. of button combo on a controller or keyboard and mouse setup, and I've just, everything behind a screen I've done. And so this whole new frontier of VR is, yes, it is a niche. It is not as widespread yes. as as all these other products, but also all, all those other... Um, uh, all those other formats are very well served, actually. Well, not... Then, Honestly, not as well served as you would expect, but they are better served than the VR experiences. So, mm-hmm. um, so I I thought it was a, a chance to 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 jump in and explore that. And uh, and it originally was VR only, but people mm. were so excited about the product um, that they were they wanted. We had some testing keyboard and mouse controls, and so we started releasing keyboard and mouse controls for for people who didn't have VR but still wanted to to experience it. So mm. so we. 
yeah, we, we, we do have that aspect of it. And you can still hear all the voiceover and you still get, get into position, but just move your head into position. Your hands will automatically go to where they're supposed to be kind of a thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but uh, specifically the VR was uh, uh, the VR platform was very enticing to me because of all the, the fun UI challenges. I loved being able to like, one of the things you can do is you say yes or no by just nodding your head or shaking your head. And that's, and it's such a, and that's, because the headset's tracked, we can determine if you just did a yes or a no, and then and that branches the story based mm. on based on your response. And just little simple things like that um, are just very in- interesting uh, to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I in the sort of playthrough that I watched, uh, the person uh, answered incorrectly <laughs> to the, <laughs> the goddess. Uh, so at first he was like, uh, no, when she asked him to do something mm-hmm. and he was like, Oh wait, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. And you have to literally pay attention. If you look away from the mistress, she yes. will scold you and say, you, you pay attention to me because I can tell when, <laughs> when the player is not yeah. looking at a certain point. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah that oh. was a detail that I really liked. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I was like, because, I mean, uh, I'll touch on this a little bit later uh, in, in sort of the questions, but um, Devilish it has been a domino for many years. Uh, I have as well. And, and when you are in session, like, you make sure people are mm-hmm. fucking paying attention to you. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, the second they look away, you're like, hey, what the, f- what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why am I here right now? Where- you're wasting my time. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're paying me and you're still wasting mm. my time. Yes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to take a brief moment of your time to discuss our social media. If you would like to email us, it's subsegmentpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash subsegment. And Instagram at Subsegment Podcast. If you'd like to check out our super sexy website made by our very own in house good boy, please head on over to subsegmentpodcast.com. And as always, you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, as well as on Perth's number one online radio station, DRN1 United. I honestly haven't done any pro doming in a while, but um, yeah, great stories from pro-doming some really interesting characters and um the kinks so wide-ranging like talk about Mm -hmm. exploring lots of new and fun stuff (laughs) or you could be you you it could be said that you're pro-doming thousands mm. of people at once now yes that's true i'm back into pro-doming again (laughs) Mm -hmm. i was gonna say uh from the looks of your discord server uh yeah and and the the quick response to any sort of entrance, like please introduce yourself. I was like, I think you're still doming a lot. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. I have to remember that because anything I say, you know, people just latch onto it. If I give head pets on the server or good boy, good girl, good pet, mm-hmm. whatever, people are just like, Oh, Domina, talk to me. <laughs> yeah. That's cute. It's really cute. The goddess has For arrived. Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Other question, still geeky a little bit. Kind of want to know how the game is built, like on what Mm -hmm. platform, programming, and you know, get into the nerdy stuff. That's for me. Yeah, that's the stuff I love talking about. But of course, on a kink podcast, I didn't think I'd get there. Um, Uh, We are we are also kink and nerdy. Uh, Here's the thing: is uh, noodles noodles is. in IT and has a love of like all things geeky. I Mm -hmm. love things geeky as well, just not tech. Not quite that level of geeky. Noodles. Yeah, my brain hurts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Noodles likes likes me to talk nerdy to him. I see. Yes. Okay. So it's built on on Unity and I use a narrative scripting language called Ink. <laughs> and I've built a number of custom tools to parse out the ink script, which is, uh, by the way, ink is built by Inkle and they make uh, 80 days. And I don't know if they even want to be associated with me. But... Oh, yeah. Sh- not sure about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but okay. but anyway, the, the ink scripting language is an, is an open source narrative scripting language that the whole game is built on top of. And so that allows, <laughs> that allows Domina to write... <laughs> 
on top. Yeah, uh, yeah it's built on top. Uh, that that allows uh, Domina to write the scripts entirely in an, a separate editor called Inky, and uh, all the flow and all the commands and things run in this this uh, this editor outside of Unity. And it's this really sweet separation between the technical details that get implemented on the Unity side and what the script wants things to do on the uh, scripting side. And I, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, and I've got a lot of tools that will go in and mark up the um, uh, the ink script to label it for voiceover, and then I have tools that will export a voiceover script. Mm -hmm. So, and it'll export all the missing lines. So, all the lines that haven't been created with lip sync yet will get exported into a, a script that has the character names and what scenes they're on, and mm -hmm. that allows uh, Domina to just read read through the lines and um, and allows uh, our uh, scene fluffer, who's one of our um, uh, one of our one of our one of our patrons that yeah. uh, is okay. uh, I, I don't think he'll mind us mentioning him. No, uh, his no, name on, on the server. His name's Headphone Taco. Yeah, and he uh, he's he, he he's a very good boy. And he takes <laughs> he takes all of those um, audio bits and uses the same script to cut them up and uh, tag them um, with the appropriate number. And those all get ex exported into a proper folder that matches the ink scripts. Um, uh, scene name basically yeah. uh, and so all of this stuff all automatically gets imported and collected into buckets of assets um, that uh, can then be verified and it makes sure that everything all the assets are there and if anything's missing it'll show up in red in this in this to-do list basically so you can actually say hey I want the player to go into this pose and the pose couldn't might not exist or I want I want this character okay. to do this animation and the animation might not exist and it'll show up in nice clear red hey this animation is missing this pose is missing. Wow. And it could be a typo. And if it's a typo, it'll, wow. it'll still say, hey, we don't know what, what this pose is. And you're like, yeah. oh, that, that should have been spelled it differently. It definitely makes finding wow. bugs so much easier because yes, you I have bet. this nice to-do list and we can double check, is that a bug or is that a missing asset? And then we need to go create mm -hmm. it. So. Yeah. And it's all the combination of these asset buckets and all the commands that call up, that, that reference those assets okay. coming from the ink scripts. And then it basically just compares the two and tells you what's what. Yeah. And I can even know which assets are exist but aren't being used anywhere as well. Yeah. So it, it, it really oh. gives us nice insight into uh, all the technical inner workings that we need. Yeah, and Deviant creates all these systems that I can then use in the ink script. So we have an emotion system that I can trigger what emotion the mistress should have at a certain time. An animation system so I can trigger what animation they should have at a certain point in the dialogue. The whole VO and lip syncing system that makes sure that the audio lines get the mouth movement associated with the word. So we don't have to hand create. Um, and move them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So really great job also um, interfacing some other um, applications that work with Unity to power the game. Yeah. Oh, and mm -hmm. and, and another system I really love that I don't ever get to talk about is, um, <laughs> is the fact that uh, all the lip sync files are made automatically. It's partially okay. done for this package for Unity called Lip Sync Pro um, that has a way of matching uh, matching phonemes, which is you know the the kind of like the the motions your mouth makes when you make a sound mm -hmm. um, of of <laughs> of text up to the 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 volume levels of uh, audio file, and it does oh. a really good job. But the the problem is you have to enter the text for every single line um, to to get the phonemes to match up. And we have mm. something like 4,000 lines in our game. Yeah, it's a lot. 4,000 yeah, separate VO lines. So we're not going to do all that by hand. Yeah. So what I have, it is the same code that uh, that goes through and grabs the uh, the script for reading. It goes and grabs mm -hmm. the same script and applies it to all of the new, uh, all the new uh, audio files. It will automatically create a new lip sync file, attach that audio file, put in the line of the character into that, into that lip sync file, and then automatically run the lip sync process over it so mm. you can in one Jesus. sitting you can do hundreds of lip sync files without yeah. even being there you can just let it run and it yeah. will it will do wow. it within a matter like 10 minutes or something we'll do 300 plus lip syncs uh mm. lip sync files at once crazy yeah, yeah. automatization is yes i'm the way to go uh, sure. every every click is a um uh, is a tragedy in, in my mind <laughs> uh every extra yeah, click for sure 
any, any, any extra clicks that I don't need to do, I, um, I will spend 10 times the amount of time <laughs> getting rid of it mm-hmm. than it would do to, than it, than I would ever take just, <laughs> just redoing that, I guess. But, yeah. um, but I'm all about automation and it, and it, it, it opens up a lot of new possibilities. It means that we can write scenes faster. We can, we can put mm-hmm. out content faster mm-hmm. and it uh, frees us yeah, to do sure. the creation rather than yeah. all the manual work. Although our mm-hmm. scene fluffer does love manual work. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's great. He's so consistently helpful. Yeah. I, I love that you call him a scene fluffer. Um, I, I work in porn for a living, so that <laughs> is very funny to me. Um, uh, I'm going to just bring us a little bit away from the geeky for a moment. Yes, that's fine. Thank, <laughs> thank, ask, thank you uh, for indulging us. Absolutely. That was actually really interesting. Um uh, I, I everything that I hear, my brain just keeps going. Well, you loved choice and consequences books as a child, and this just feels like that. But like twenty twenty one. That's exactly. right. It's so it's so mm-hmm. is a choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so devilish. Mm. I want to discuss a bit your experience with the game. Um, I hear you have a few naughty stories, and I would love to uh, hear about your playtesting experience. <laughs> There's two, actually, um, that are pretty funny to me. Um, I'll tell the one you're asking me about um, second. I knew we were onto something when I playtested our game for the first time. The goddess is the first character you meet, and she chastises you for coming into her room, interrupting her orgy. And I was listening to my own voice, my own character, following the commands, and I gave myself goosebumps. And I thought, oh, shit, I feel submissive to myself right now. (laughs) That was wild. I was like, okay, this is is good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. That must be very empowering, too. It's really kind of trippy when you think about how much people are responding to this virtual aspect of myself. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, the fact that it gets to me tells me we've executed it really well. So I got a real kick out of that one. Um, one time I was play testing and we have a character, the headmistress, uh, the first time you encounter her, you see her spanking a slave. And so that we, we often introduce the kink of a mistress or what's going to happen in a scene through some introduction like that. So then when she turns to you and says, oh, well, you need to be punished now, you kind of know what you're in for and you can say yes or no and consent to the scene. So Mm -hmm. I was play testing this and I was down on my hands and knees um, reacting to the spanking. And then all of a sudden my ass gets slapped in real life. And I was like, what? (laughs) It totally surprised me. I think I probably turned super red because I wasn't expecting that. But (laughs) I think I could hear you laughing in the background. It was great. It was so fun to go through that. But I was not expecting it. But talk about like real immersion. (laughs) uh, To to be clear, the game does not slap you. It was me. Yeah. Just to be clear, in case that wasn't. (laughs) Although, you know, we have thought about like um, branded paddles and ordering some wood paddles with our logo on it that people can buy and spank themselves when the headmistress is spanking them. Or a really close (laughs) friend. Or a really close friend. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, well, uh, merch is always great, and mm-hmm. I'm sure there are local paddle makers <laughs> that you can definitely, yeah. or you know, source them. Uh, the people who would absolutely love to make paddles, yeah, absolutely, for, yeah. for the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably one thing we haven't actually done enough of is plug into like the more established kink community and people that do, you know, make toys and and make equipment mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, have really awesome experiences worth, you know, bringing into the game. A lot of the people that are our fan base are gamers and they intersect yes. with kink. Yeah. And, and also with mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, the kink community, we've been thinking of different ways that we could, uh, potentially, um, uh, support them. And like, uh, uh, we, we make these things called deviations, which are sort of offshoots of the game that are played in different ways. Um, one was the idea of a party game where basically one person's in VR and everyone else at the party gets to, uh, 
potentially do like, like you know you'd have the monitor up and the monitor would tell would either show what the the player's seeing or also or, or or show the player in the game and then tell you what is up next or do a uh, countdown to yes. when a spank needs to happen or something like that so that yes. there could be these events <laughs> so hi- hypothetically the party members are choosing what happens to the subject in the VR experience Can i think you would imagine be a lot of fun. that that would be so, so it's awesome. like jackbox but it's jackoff box yeah there exactly. you go jackoff in a box the first time um, Deviant got me to try VR, um, I'd never experienced it. And he put me in a porn scene. And, um, you know, this was like movie porn where you're sitting in the chair and you're the subject. Mm-hmm. And a girl mm-hmm. comes between my legs and starts going down on me. Guess what happened in real life? <laughs> I- <laughs> it was fucking amazing to have Deviant going down on me while I'm with this virtual woman in mm-hmm. VR. And I was like, this is really hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very into yeah sensory overload if I can get to it, uh, mm. or you know inflict it on on uh, on on uh, Domina. <laughs> yes, um, I would love to discuss how you both motivate each other uh, <laughs> to uh, produce work and and you know just in in your life. Mm-hmm. To be honest, we probably don't experiment as much as we should with potential scenes. Um, we have a kiddo, and so it's hard sometimes mm-hmm. to get that time and privacy. Um, mm-hmm. Their room isn't very far away from the recording space, so I have to record when they're out of the house. But um, we had a lot of fun one time um, when I was recording one of the characters, and sometimes the emotional energy that you need to generate to do an orgasm or you know, be mm-hmm. sort of amused and dominating at the same time, and aren't you cute? Don't you want to submit to me? So, you know, you kind of have to find the emotion. And I got out my flogger and I was whipping deviant in between my voice line <laughs> recordings. As to get out of breath. Yeah, yeah, to get the breathiness and the just yeah, excitement. I, I'm glad I could help. I'm glad I could be there to, uh, to as, as, a, as an aid. Speaking of yes. So I come at the painting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I think, yeah, we, we definitely have probably gotten to a point with the game where we've been able to do a lot based on things that we already have done. But we've got a new deviation coming up with Bluetooth toy integration that we're really excited Ooh. about. So the game will control your sex toy for you. And we haven't put That's that in amazing. yet. Yeah. But we don't have any of those sex toys. I yeah. don't know why. We have a we lot, totally but should. not those ones. <laughs> Yeah, we, it's very expensive too. Mm, so. Yeah, yeah, they are. But um, in in lieu of that, the uh, the integration that we have, uh, it, uh, we're integrating a uh, buttplug.io, and um, it, mm-hmm. it it is a uh, an interface that will uh, that uh, seeks to support as many Bluetooth toys as possible across the wide spectrum. And if you can can connect them to your computer, then it will be a part of whatever experience it goes at to at once. Yes, uh, you can have more uh, than one. Yes. You can have multiple devices connected. And in fact, mm-hmm. uh, one of the aspects we want to do is assign different, potentially, if you have lots of devices, assign different devices to different body parts, uh, body parts right? So you can <laughs> yeah. say, hey, cool. this toy, whenever butt stuff happens, this toy should go off. Whenever whenever genital stuff happens, that toy should go off. You know? Yeah. 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 Oh. We have four zones. We have penises, vaginas, clit, uh, clitoral, and anal. So for now, um, yeah, for that now. we're working on. So we've we've actually got the prototype done, and it's being tested with patrons. And so yeah, it's really oh. really exciting to go yeah. into that realm. But if you don't have any of those, it will still work with an Xbox controller. So mm-hmm. you know, you, you can put <laughs> get kinky with if, your if controller. You, if you don't put your controller down your pants, that'll still work. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> hey, you gotta I'm get gonna it shove my butt controller in my butt. <laughs> That's right. Yo, well, you never know. There are some people who could probably pull that off to some degree. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and there, sure. there have been like a number of those like old flip phones. Oops, that uh, vibrated that people would just like call themselves and put it in like. Oh, a okay, condom, so. Right? So story time, (laughs) Deviant and I were not living in the same city when we first got together. And um, Deviant sent me a flip phone that I was assigned to insert into my vagina. And he was attempting to trigger it remotely by calling me. I can say it did not work. 
It did not <laughs> vibrate. I was very disappointed. As was I. <laughs> very sad about that. But we definitely tried old school Bluetooth remote. Control. Yeah, this this is why if you if you look at any of those remote control uh, the insertable devices, they always have something that comes out, and that's to receive signals. That's not just. Oh, for yeah. design that yeah. the human body surprisingly blocks a lot of cell reception <laughs> yeah it's the meat walls yeah yeah <laughs> yep. those darn meat walls <laughs> fleshy lead-lined meat walls nothing gets through them yeah <laughs> well insulated yeah that was pretty funny <laughs> i think also probably our early origins of trying to play virtually um for a good year is is probably helps with this game creation idea because we had to do a lot of things that were mental mm -hmm. um, and yes. you can't really do the things physically that you want to do. So you're, you're instructing, you're reinforcing, you're paying lots of attention, mm -hmm. you know, your mood and your voice Freezing. over the video chat. Lots yeah. Of, lots of appreciation. I think we've drawn a lot of that for the game. We know a bit about that because we both online mm -hmm. yes yeah it, it's, <laughs> yeah. A, it's an interesting dynamic um there there's such a build-up before you can actually get together physically that uh, it's oh, just kind of miss it yeah <laughs> it's intense yes yeah. you're like oh we're past that stage now darn it <laughs> uh Let's let's skip just uh, those two questions and get to the one that seems sort of appropriate for for right now. How did you two meet? Mm. Hmm. On on that mush that I created, actually. So um, the darker side of me that I can't really put in VR <clears throat> uh, is really fascinated with um, consensual non consent and horror and BDSM and the intersection of those. So the original Threshold game was a horror BDSM game and people could die in the game and you could never truly die. You just respawned and mm. there you go. You're in your own personal hell. So you could have a lot of fun. Or heaven. Or, or heaven. heaven. Or heaven. Depending on your yeah. kink. Depending on your kink. <laughs> so lots of the darker side of things that we wouldn't advocate, um, you know, doing without good consent and, and negotiation. But uh, Deviant was looking for a Cthulhu-esque game and mine was... Oh in that genre. Mm -hmm. So he came to the game. Um, and at the time being the creator, most of the time I was on the server, I was Scooby-Doo. That was my wizard admin name. Yeah. And so Scooby-Doo Scooby is playing, you know, Lady Saavedra and these other characters that are NPC characters and doing an amazing job of, you know, doming and controlling and doing mm -hmm. his awesome stuff. But for quite a while, I was I I just assumed that Scooby Doo was uh, a he him, you know. I just and, and um, which is great. But I and I love the characters, but I wasn't really interested in he hims as you know, personal wise. But that's yeah. So, so it was it was uh, oh, um, rather amusing. Like for the longest, it took me a while to be convinced that uh, yeah, that Domino was was actually a woman. Yeah, you didn't really <laughs> believe it. Um, so we probably played that way for quite a while before I don't know what we did we must have gotten onto some kind of voice chat at some point because eventually you know when you yeah. kind of like someone you end up getting out of character and fooling around and it's not just your characters anymore so there was a little bit of that yeah. going on um and honestly this is you know my dirty secret is I was married at the time so I was oh, not, dun, dun, dun. Duh. Um, oh, no. I discovered kink after I was married and my partner was not into kink. And I was very honest and upfront about it in the beginning and talked all about it and how exciting it was, but he was not into it. So that mm. was very disappointing. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at uh, how sort of the mirror we are oh that's awesome <laughs> <Very> <laughs> that is awesome did you go through something similar uh yes and recently oh so. right oh, okay geez. then that was mm -hmm. a while back for me but it was really hard and there were a lot of ups and downs in that process of trying to figure out do you stay in a marriage and I mean I gave up kink for a while I had we had a a, a marriage therapist that yeah. convinced me to give it up and I was like I didn't feel like myself so, um, you know, getting through that, Deviant and I were really friends with this online role play benefit, but it was it was really at yeah. the end of the marriage that we decided 
to connect in person. And well, it wasn't it wasn't me. Uh, no, I, it was me. In fact, in fact, uh, uh, Domina had always been in the friend zone bucket. She for sure. She's yeah. totally married. <laughs> for sure. I was, yeah, totally, was friend zoned. Yeah. yeah, she was. She was married with kids. That is nothing. Nothing happening there. You know. That's yeah. that's. Yeah. That's not happening. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, um, so yeah. So I it it really came out of the blue when uh, one day she called me and said, "So do you want to play? Yeah. Do you want to play sometime?" <laughs> That's literally what I said. I was like, speechless. I was like, yes. uh, 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 "What? Do I want to what? Like you, what? You mean like Parcheesi? What do you?" What no, you, you did not. You paused and you said yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it took me. It took me all of ten seconds to move her from the uh, the friend bucket to the yeah potential partner bucket but yeah and we've never gone back like it was rockets and fireworks and explosions from the get-go so. yeah it was a total Insane. overwhelming blur for a good like five years uh-huh like, yep. but yeah like just yeah it was nuts we've like, done it was just crazy. so, so crazy. much stuff like i think one of the things we realized um over all these years is experimentation is a massive kink for us like yeah. let's do something mm. new we haven't tried that. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, we tried and did everything, and and oh, I I, I, like it. I can't even think of a thing that I didn't like. Honestly, mm-hmm. there's some things where I'm like, mm, there's better, there's better things. But I but I, I would still enjoy it just because yep. she was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I'm about to say. When you have the right partner, I feel like yeah, most mm. king just feel like everything feels. Yeah, good. it does. That's right. Mm-hmm. It, it's like that. Might there's a few things from a kink perspective that I'm like, I like that all the time. So bondage is one, you know, bondage Mm -hmm. is always good, but there's other things that I'm like, "Eh, I've kind of moved on from that. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. not really my thing anymore. That's, it's been an interesting Mm -hmm. um, process. So yeah, that's how we met is um, through my online game and, and yeah, me asking him to play with me. Mm -hmm. And here we are making more games (laughs) based on, based on the same world. Yeah. We're never going away. And I was the first like police session you guys have in person oh my god well oh. there's oh god there's good I, and bad I think, <laughs> yeah i think this was a, a victorian hotel was it yes oh, yes yes, yes. Uh-huh. very uh, moody and um it, my character lady savedra had a very victorian-esque castle so it was very appropriate actually ooh. i went and bought so my character was an east indian goddess and i went off and got a sari and we role played our mm. characters together, and mm, Deviant yeah, brought we, a suit. And- yeah, so I I dressed up in a top hat, and um, we we had these sort of like I my character was, was would kind of like it was kind of like a werewolf, only he would turn into a demon when he would get like aroused. Oh my god, kind of noodles! <laughs> Are you guys having more flashbacks? Uh, no, it's just noodles is really into like werewolves and demons. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> There you go. Anyway, wow. so so yeah. I, I had this like demon mask, and I, you know, we we would basically just mm. lean into these characters, yep. and um, um, it was fun. We did photo shoots on yep. our first weekend together with with our character, you know, personas, and and we we like costumes a lot and role play. So we also did some little play, mm. which was actually a total discovery for me. I didn't realize I had a little inside me. Um, so we're switches, you know, like I, I think my primary persona is definitely dominant, but the submissive side will come out. And so finding that I had a little was really surprising mm-hmm. and that you had a, a daddy in you. And yeah, it was, it was a mm. great weekend. We, nice. we did so much. The really, really embarrassing part is that I was on my menstrual cycle and we left a fucking mess of that. Hotel. It was like, it was like, a, <laughs> that, that, it's that, like a that, murder. It was like a murder scene in that in that hotel room. Uh, and it was hor- it was I was so embarrassed. But... We had like just piles of towel, like <laughs> bloody towels and bloody sheets. It was such a mess because there was nothing that was going to stop us. And so so all we could think to do was just leave all these extra twenties like yeah, on like, on the uh, mm-hmm. on the coffee. We're like we're so sorry. Here's the money take some extra that. money. We- <laughs> I'm sorry we killed somebody in this room. I mean, it was like... This was before we really knew how to, like, be prepared with our puppy play pads and stuff. Like, we just... This was our first weekend together. We really, you know... We had a lot of... (laughs) We had the toys, but not all of the gear. 
That's pretty funny. <laughs> also, if you haven't had a chance to play while whilst menstruating before, like everybody has like a different menstruations and heaviness and yeah. you don't know what to expect when you've never done it before. Like I I have, you know, in my years realized like you gotta put like a couple towels down if you're not gonna Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If you're doing any sort of like penetrative play. Mm-hmm. Um so absolutely. Yeah, uh, there's like I, a splatter I zone. Can... You got to really <laughs> cover a large yes. area. And if there's any squirting involved too, oh, right? Yep. So yeah. like any sort of fluid play, uh, I will uh, just preface this t- to the listeners. If you have never done any sort of uh, fluid play whilst uh, paying for a room, I would suggest that you always bring uh, dark towels or uh puppy pads yes puppy pee pads specifically yes, puppy, puppy um, training pads for yeah for like uh, puppies who are who need uh who need to pee in the corner so um <laughs> because also your partner might need to pee in the corner exactly. uh, also uh if you are not allergic latex sheets uh P- pvc sheets are also great yep. but they do not soak up anything so yeah those are your put up some walls and some... around that's yeah. right yep you gotta think you gotta think ahead um we kind of have a, a stand standard suitcase of different gear that we then Mm. kind of pile in the toys for what we want to do. We still like to get away to the hotel because of the family situation. So we tend to go Mm. crazy at the hotel and we'll think ahead about, Oh, what do we want to play? What do we want to bring? What are we experimenting with? And that goes into our, our go bag, if you will. (laughs) Yeah. We, we are excited to potentially get a, um, quote unquote recording room that would be mm-hmm. nice and soundproof that we could potentially also have a cabinet that's locked that mm. you can open up and have all the different equipment on display, which would be really nice. Yeah. It's it sucks to have everything put away because we just forget what we have. We have mm. all of these fun mm-hmm. things and then we forget that we can actually play with them. And also yeah. where are you gonna play with them in a house with uh with mm-hmm. other people in it. So yeah, ha- having a recording room I think would be really, really big for us. Mm. Slash dungeon. You should ask your Discord people to start saving egg cartons. Oh, Send there you go. Egg cartons. Oh, oh, that would be yeah. fun. I'm sure they would assist with that. <laughs> That's a good, good idea. <clears throat> yeah. So we have a lot of fun with that. So how does your relationship with PDSM and King kind of involve with the games? Do you use it like as a tool sometimes or like to play oh uh, yes i can I, i'm gonna can i tell on you yes you can tell on me <laughs> <laughs> i'll just turn right over here <laughs> chastity is an excellent motivator when deviant needs to work on the game so sometimes we'll lock him up in chastity and he has to go work on the game and then he gets rewards so if he's really good i'll get out the vibrator and let him orgasm with his chastity device on Ooh. yes that's nice yeah <laughs> so we'll do you know we'll do fun stuff like that i think yeah i gotta get those tasks done it, it's funny because i'm basically living the life of our players mm. and and sometimes we let slip to the players that on the discord server that deviants locked up you know we kind of hint at it and they get so excited <laughs> they're like i oh want to be deviant can i be a code slave please <laughs> Uh, my watch just I'm- just warned me that my heart rate has rose above 120 BPM <laughs> while it seemed to be inactive for 10 minutes. So there's that. Apparently, apparently, I like this topic. <laughs> I was I was gonna say um, you could always you know if ever you wanted to get into sort of the um, raising money for a a good cause oh. let's say you could always lock him in chastity to code for a certain time and have uh <gasps> the people on your idea. server donate for time that he is to spend whilst still in chastity oh my god they would love that so much <laughs> i would never get out so you get a lot of work done you get new content for your game yep. mm-hmm. and you raise money for a good cause yes uh, that is awesome ixnay on the std chain can we? <laughs> yeah, very funny. Yeah, very. very funny. Thank you, irony. Love it. That's, I have not thought of that one yet. Um, one of, well, personally, one of my kinks is uh, putting people in chastity as well. So I find all manner and subject of keeping people in chastity for longer uh, hot. Yes. <laughs> hot, hot as fuck. I know. So, and why do uh, they get to whine about getting out? It's not your choice. 
No, no, just be quiet. I have the key. <laughs> That's right. The, the key is mine. Yeah, yeah. I can do what I want. Yes. Actually, I opened up my purse the other day and found your key attached to my necklace still in my purse. Mm. Clearly, it's waiting to be used. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a sign. No, don't, don't throw me in that briar patch. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> Well, it it I don't know. I th- I think that it it might be time to let these people go off and play. Um, yeah, I think so. We'll create a good build up here. <laughs> Apparently, Apparently my heart is about to is... burst. <laughs> <laughs> it has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, really, thank you very much for coming on the show. Uh, hopefully, we can maybe have you on again sometime in the future when you have some updates. I do have other questions for you for another time, but, awesome. uh, yeah. you know, there's there's only so many things that we can ask in, in the time that we are allotted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will ask you two more questions. One is, uh, would you share with our listeners the uh, places that you can be found on the internet? Yes, you can find our game on Steam. You can find it on itch.io. That's where you can purchase it. Any uh, updates we make, you get for free if you buy it. You can also find us on Patreon if you want to support us to build new content. So that's a subscription service. And if you search for just Dominatrix Simulator, all of those should be right at the top. So um, we come right up if you just search for Dominatrix Simulator. Yeah, yep. And um, we are on social media, on Twitter, Reddit, and um, what? We also have our own website. That's uh, right, our website. uh, Deviant.tech. Keep it simple. Amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, final question. (laughs) If physics and money were not a problem or a question, what would be your personal... uh, kink experience that you would like to have oh wow (laughs) we don't ask these this question beforehand because we like to get just your your initial (laughs) response yeah oh my god uh i i mean you know if i go into my like inner fantasies there's i think for me it's uh i'm very much drawn to being completely strapped down or vacuum bed sort of like Mm this sort of like, I can't, I have no control. And then basically just being forced to orgasm constantly. I know that's a very, uh, probably a very dude thing, but. I did put you in saran wrap, uh, wrap once. We'll save that for yeah, another time. Yeah, the saran wrap is very nice. <laughs> I, rec- I recommend saran wrap. Um, for me, actually, the thing that comes up is I have just always loved the idea of having a house in the countryside that is for people to come mm. and serve oh, and, and like stay at. Are you are you feeling it, Irony? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so we talk fun? About a, be- a kinky bed and breakfast. Yes. Party. Yes. Yes. I want that. So that if I had yeah. money and time, that is With what themed, I would do. <laughs> themed rooms, you know, you got your, events? you know, here's your prison room. Yes. Here's your dungeon room. Here's your medical room. Yeah, yeah. You can have so so many. Clearly, we have to talk again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a fucking (laughs) loop. Well, uh, thank you very much. This was so very, very fun. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. And we hope to get uh, you back again on the show for future updates and questions. Yeah, we'd love to. This has been great. Thanks for having us. Lots of fun. Thank you.